so like Eric said, like a year ago, um, last December, the Lord started just can like putting it on my heart. We need, you need to record these testimonies. We didn't make them known better than what we are. And so I started recording them, but I also started asking the Lord even this week, why'd you have me do that? What, what what's the underlying purpose? And cause he also started talking to my heart about connection and family and going deep with one another and finding a deeper unity and level and connection that we didn't have also. And he showed me, um, you know, like a mama with a family and how she reflects and overlooks the things that their kids have done and the family has done, and it brings great joy to their heart. And that's what he's wanting for us today is that we find that deeper connection and realize that we are family and we have a connection and God is here and our Papa is moving amongst us and he is proud of us and he is doing things for us greater than just, um, yes, on an individual basis, he's doing things for you, but on a collective basis, his, it also is bringing us together in a greater degree than what we were before. And we start reading these testimonies and we start realizing that this is, wasn't just for me alone. This was to, pro, uh, to provide a ground of hope, an atmosphere of hope for somebody else to walk in and have also to bring them into the body of Christ and bring them into our family and make them feel a part also. Because um, there's nothing like ha not having hope and then somebody bringing you hope and what that does for you as an individual. I've been there where I have felt hopeless in situations and God has restored my hope through other people. And he's just in the people business. So whether you like it or not, we're all together. <laughs> it's not just about me. It's not just about Eric. It's not a just about Sam. This is about everyone in this church and that you are our family. And we deeply love you and care for you. And we want the best for you. And we want to see you excel and soar. And we are proud of you. And even the smallest thing that happens, greatness comes out of it. So don't think light of it. Um, so I just want to share a couple scriptures with you. Can you put it up there, Boaz? The first one, Psalms 9. Yes. Lord, I will worship you with extended hands as my whole heart explodes with praise. I will tell everyone everywhere about your wonderful works and how your marvelous miracles exceed expectations. And can you put the second one up there? Let every activity of your lies and every word that comes from your lips be drenched yes. with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, and bring your constant praise to God, the Father, because of what Christ has done for you. I love both of these scriptures in the way the Passion Translation says it, to let your lips be drenched with what the anointed one has done for you. And that um, it just says it with such praise because thankfulness helps us to center our thoughts on God. It also helps us to reflect on what he has done for us, like I was saying earlier. And um, we really want to reflect on what God has done for us in 2019 here at New Covenant. But and it honors him, and it acknowledges that he is loving us a while, and we don't take it for granted. It keeps us out of entitlement. If you think that you're deserving of something, maybe you need more thanksgiving in your praise in your life. And, and I don't mean that in a harsh way. Sometimes we just don't know. We don't realize why am I acting this way? Why do I feel this way? And uh, um, that's one of the things that Thanksgiving does for us. It keeps us centered on him 
and how great he is and that he is working on our behalf. So one of the, some of the things I just want us to realize this is I went looking for Thanksgiving in the Bible and what it says about what Thanksgiving does for us. Do you realize that there's a whole gamut of things that Thanksgiving does for us? There's a whole list, and I'm just going to list a few here. So if you need any of these, just think about, am I giving enough Thanksgiving and praise and gratefulness in my life on a daily basis? Um, so the word says that when we're thankful and grateful, um, you will flow in the steadfast love of the Lord. You will flow in his faithfulness. You will trust. You will have assuredness. You will have peace, refuge, grace, honor, multiplication. You will have help, exaltation, and much, much more. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize the word said that, that, you know, that those are the byproducts of having a life of being thankful. And um, in the world we, do, we live in today, like, there just isn't enough thankfulness going on. Um, our culture doesn't breed that for us, and so we have to fight against that. So um, there's also, I didn't realize this, so earlier in the year, Eric talked about generosity. And I'm like, Lord, you're so clever. You're so good to us. And there's a reason that he had Eric talk about generosity, because generosity is the breeding ground for thankfulness in your life. So then you can even back it up even further and go, am I being generous enough if I'm not walking in thankfulness? Where am I not generous enough that I can live this life? Because what happens is when you're generous, you become thankful, and then you reside in his presence. And so um, it says in 2 Corinthians 9-11, can you put it up there, Boaz? Um, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Amen. I'm like, that is so good. That he gives you the ability to be generous on every occasion, and that produces something for you in your life. So, um, we're going to start talking about our testimonies. Are you guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Um, we're going to start with marriage, the marriage healing, marriage ministry here in church. So it says, um, there were two marriages saved from divorce this year, and many marriages were strengthened. And I think that's just so awesome. Two marriages saved from divorce. That's incredible. Scott Marsteller marriage was strengthened. They attended Jeff and Susan Julian's marriage counseling group through New Covenant Worship Center. They provided biblical teaching on the importance of treating your wife as Jesus treats, treats his church and the importance as a, of a wife honoring her husband. They also provided an important resource, the book, The Five Love Languages. As a guide to understanding how to communicate with your spouse, they shared their own struggle during the early years of their marriage. This provided real-world examples of struggles present in a blended family, which Marie and Scott was dealing deal with and contend for, and showed how to overcome the attacks of the devil. And I just appreciate that, and I'm so thankful that Jeff and Susan are willing to be that open with their lives in their marriage ministry so that people can have hope and grab a hold of it and bring change to their own lives. So that's just an awesome testimony. So we have another one, Jacob and Shelby Willis. Um, their relationship was strengthened through the premarital counseling. Before premarital counseling, through the marriage ministry, 
um, they were trying their best every day just to have some semblance of what they thought a happy relationship should be. And we've all been there. We've all had our own expectations of what we thought happy was. Needless to say, this image we had wasn't anything near what we later discovered was healthy. We had just come through a season of secrets being exposed. We're at rock bottom, but we knew we wanted to work through it. However, we quickly realized that wasn't going to happen if we relied just on our own strength. We didn't have the tools we needed to battle the fear, the hurt, the shame we felt. Once we finally reached out to Pastor Eric, he introduced us to Jeff and Susan in the marriage ministry. We started premarital counseling, which was nerve-wracking, but we knew something had to give. We came into it very scared and broken, but each week we became stronger as we learned healthy ways to work through the struggles and fight for each other instead of against. As God led us down this path to a right relationship with him and each other, we discovered tools that have helped to strengthen our marriage beyond what we ever imagined. We can honestly say that it is, if it weren't for God leading us to the premarital counseling and Jeff and Susan, that we may not be here today. It's wonderful knowing that through the trials, we can have faith that God is with us and we can move forward with confidence knowing that we have the tools we need to endure. I just praise God for these testimonies, Lord. God, we praise you that your sons and daughters chose to work through the toughness of relationships instead of embracing relational death because that's what happens. Either you're going to embrace the toughness of your relationship and work, walk through it, or it's going to become relational death. And I just praise God that these marriages were restored in 2019. And we just thank you, Lord, that you're breaking off bondages and that people are even come to a greater degree in their marriages in 2020. Yeah. We're just so thankful for this. Um, so physical healings. And there were a lot of them. I have a whole page. <laughs> um, so Nora Cooper, which is Chad and Sarah's little girl, she was teething. And so she wasn't sleeping. And so Sarah had prayer for her for restful sleep and, um, on a Sunday. And that night and the following two nights, she slept through the night, and she only woke up the third night once. So to us mamas that has endured that, we understand how much of a miracle that is to go get prayer and, a, and then to have that breakthrough. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, Kim McGraw, this was the weekend of the healing um, service. I'm like, what's it called? <laughs> um, Kim McGraw was experiencing weird headaches that were actually migraines, and she had been having multiple migraines a week. Um, they weren't hurting as bad as her regular ones, so she didn't think it was a migraine. These migraines had been impacting her right eye. When she woke up a couple of Sundays ago, her eye was hurting, but she ignored it. After getting to church, her head started hurting to the, the point that she texted her son to bring her migraine shot to her. But he was sleeping, so he never brought it. Um, and she contemplated leaving. And there was a call. Um, it's when Charlene had the red flag. And she started waving it about contending for whatever was going on with you that morning. And so Kim chose to press in. And so she went out for prayer. And a large part of her pain was, rem was removed in her head and all the pressure from her eye left and by 1 30 in the afternoon she had zero eye pain and no headache and never took any medicine for it so that's awesome thank you charlene for being obedient to 
to that word that the Lord was giving you. That's awesome. Um, Sean Dent could barely walk and had pain at the healing service. And after prayer, his walking has drastically improved and all the pain has left. Luke Davis had a pinched nerve in his shoulder from work injury at the healing service. They prayed and pain left, and he was able to lift his arm freely above his head, which he was not able to do before. Sarah Cooper was healed of depression and anxiety when they prayed for her at the healing service. She had a peace that she had not had since she was four years old. That's amazing. That's awesome. She was also healed of asthma and could take a deep breath without pain. Jenny Merida's elbow was healed and pain left at the healing service. Scott Seibel needed a hearing aid in his right ear. At the healing service, he was prayed for, and by Sunday morning, his healing was drastically restored and has not needed his hearing aid. Praise God. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, last February, Chad Lands got prayer for his back and uh, from the prayer line, and the next day, he was better. Last March, Vi Graham went for prayer for her back, which was a 10, and it went down to a 2. She then went to Walmart and prayed for somebody there with back pain, and their pain went down significantly as well. That's awesome. Um, Tori was here. Tori Fulton was healed of a bad knee injury at church after being prayed for, and she was slain in the spirit, which is awesome. Alex Fulton's digestive issues were healed during um, our fast. Ken Withers is recovering fast after a life-threatening diagnosis and being on kidney dialysis. Truman Hansen um, is being healed of autism, and at the healing service, he declared that he has the mind of Christ, Amen. which is really awesome <laughs> to get prayer, and this little boy just declares, I have the mind of Christ. Amen. Yay, God. Yay. Let's just give him some praise. That's just so awesome. <laughs> These are some miscellaneous um, testimonies. God likes to use the saints in unique ways. He just interrupts our lives and does things in a unique way, but still brings healing and restoration, so we still want to honor those, even though they may not fit in every care category. Um, last April, Carmen Cash had a plugged ear from sinus problems. During worship, she repented to the Lord for an offense she was encountering, and after repenting, her ear started to drain. <laughs> and the church mobilized to help the Hughes family with their house fire Amen. we had outreaches um, we did a movie night um, over by Baker Park in the Baker Pool and there were several hundred people who came to that movie night which was awesome um, we had the skate park outreach and we had relationships made through the skate park and all the kids that were there we started making connections um, we planted 25 trees for Oh. We planted 25 trees for the City of Newcastle Beautification Project. Gage had a car given to him better than the one he had. <laughs> um, which he needed to get to California, so that was awesome. Um, last March, Vi Graham helped a 16-year-old receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Kayla Cook got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And Tori Fulton also received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. So that is amazing that people walked into a new level of God. That's awesome. Last July, Grace Hyatt had hope restored for herself and her family. God supernaturally caused a shift in the spirit for her family. 
long-time brokenness in the family was healed, and she was able to play in the pool like a little kid with her older sister that night. That kind of relational connection and enjoyment with her sister had not been happening, happening prior to the encounter she had with the Lord. So that's really awesome. Troy Dilley's workplace decided to totally erase Good Friday and Easter weekend from paid days off. At his workplace, the higher-up people came and asked everyone how they felt about it. Three people did not agree, and Troy spoke up and said, if we forget what Christ did for us on this holiday, we personally lose a whole lot more in our personal life. They chose to keep, good e- to keep Easter and Good Friday as their paid holidays off in remembrance of Christ and his resurrection. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, Alex Fulton led one of his wholesalers to um, Christ on the phone, and one of the guys, he disciples, led his father to Christ on his deathbed. It's awesome. Awesome. So next is um, emotional healing, which is near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Um, And I just want to encourage you, if you've had emotional healing and you've not shared your testimony, Write it down and get it to me. We want to share those testimonies of what God did for you. Because what it does, I don't know if you realize this, but when you take that testimony of what God did for you and what you kick to the curb, it actually changed it to the curb to never haunt you again. The more you declare what God did for you in that moment. I know sometimes it can feel very personal and vulner- being very vulnerable, but that's the exact thing that keeps the enemy from haunting you with it. And so do not be afraid to come forward and share your testimony and get those to me. Um, This is just really exciting. So um, God's been busy this past year in our ministry. Normally, we only do maybe 15 to 20 sessions a year. And guess how many we did this year? 105. (laughs) Yeah, when I started adding them up, I was like, this is crazy. Like last January, Eric is like, how many you want to do this year? And I was like, I thought 60 was pie in the sky. I'm like, ah, 60, we'll try 60, you know, we'll just throw a number out there. And so we have far exceeded that. And God is up to something. He is doing something, and it's just amazing. Bob and Jenny, through their thorough format, did 10 sessions this year, which is amazing. That's awesome. Um, we had two doctor's offices refer patients to us this year. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, I have been pioneering the emotional healing ministry here at New Covenant for 18 years, and now it's beginning to affect people regionally. We have had churches from Greenwood and Indianapolis area come to us and bring their whole leadership team to receive emotional healing sessions. And just recently, we have had the ministry coordinator for the Indiana Dream Team requesting for us to come to their facility and do a seminar on emotional healing tools, as well as do emotional healing sessions with their young men. These are young men in their 20s to 30s, and most of the guys are enrolled there are there because of emotional pain that led them to a life of drug and crimes. And so they're over in Owen County, which is kind of Martinsville, Bloomington area. And so we're getting ready to meet with him this coming Friday, Eric and I. And so if you could just keep us in your prayers of what God wants to do. This is just exciting to me that we're starting to reach people regionally and be in the healing balm of Gilead like what was declared today. Um, Shelly was mentoring a young girl, and the mom got emotional healing session, which then began to restore the relationship between the mom and daughter. 
Then the daughter received an emotional healing session to help facilitate the restoring of their relationship, and the mother and daughter are now restored. Amen. Praise God. Um, last issue, last April, I was having pain down my left side, and I began to repent of some things that I was dealing with, and instantly I was healed once I repented and dealt with those emotional healing, emotional issues. Um, and a leader from another church received emotional healing, and after he told the stronghold of abandonment to leave, his back instantly was healed. It was crazy. I was in that session. <laughs> he was, like, just in awe. Um, these next testimonies are just short snippets of experiences that people had in their sessions that brought healing. Um, so this person was healed from panic attacks, and Jesus put his hands on their chest, and he was healing the damage, and then there was all this peace, and they knew that they were healed from the panic attacks. Um, this person received healing from their son's molestation. This person gave all the hurts, emotions, and concerns to Jesus, the molestation of their son. And Jesus takes oil and pours it over their head and says, time for a new wineskin. Fresh wine can't go into old wineskin. Let go and let God. And they received healing from that trauma. Healing, um, this person received healing from their bio dad moving away. They gave all their hurts and wounds to Jesus. Jesus was standing behind them, protecting them like a quarterback. Jesus took the wounds, hurts, and emotions and placed them in a bag and threw them in the fire. Um, just on individual basis, um, pan attacks were healed, anger was healed, bitterness was healed, unworthiness father-mother abandonment issues, various marriage issues, anxiety, depression, unforgiveness, family dysfunction, pride, jealousy, low self-esteem, sexual sin, sexual bondage, fear of failure, fear of punishment, and it's just a whole list of what people come to get freedom and emotional healing. Um, a leader from another church received healing from fear and insecurity, and this was their testimony. It has been a lifelong battle. Before my session, my thoughts would allow fear or insecure emotions to flood my mind, but now I'm able to more quickly let go of them or command them to leave. I now have a greater level of hope in my spirit for tomorrow and for what my future holds. The best that I can explain it, it is as if I have hope in my bones, and it feels good. <laughs> I'm like, I love that, hope in my bones. Um, um, a leader from another church was set free in how she saw God. She said, she, I have always viewed Father God as old, like 120 years old. But God revealed himself to me as young, and I was able to crawl up on his lap and sit. I was then able to remember good memories of my earthly father before I was so afraid and I only had bad memories of him. I'm very excited because I was able to see many pictures and I was able to receive a master gold key called Patience, and I have it and I carry it with me at all times. So that's, that's amazing healing. And um, when Shelly and I were in Russia, um, people received deliverance, especially from witchcraft and the occult. And once they received freedom from that, it brought healing to their backs. And they experienced emotions that they had never experienced before, like joy and peace. And that was just fun to watch that. Um, so praise God. That's amazing. God is on the move, and he's doing amazing things. The children's ministry. They had um, J. 
Jeff and Susan, Susan Julian's grandson, Jace Rinnick. Is that how you say it? Rinnick. Um, he got saved, which is really awesome. <laughs> they had some baptisms. Cree Hansen and Eden Shevzak got baptized this year. And the students are maturing in their fellowship towards one another. They are growing in their generosity and care for others. They are praying for one another. And there are several students that are excelling in their servant leadership. They continue to pray and believe God for signs, wonders, and miracles. And Karen's just doing a phenomenal job back there. I appreciate everything she's doing back in the children's ministry. Um, they've had additions um, for K through fifth grade class as for teachers. So Scott Cash and Abraham Haler are, Haler are teachers, which is awesome. Thank you for stepping up. We need your help. And they have added seven more purpose partners to K to fifth grade class. They've added nine more purpose partners for nursery and toddler class. We have added two new leaders to oversee classrooms. We've got Marcia, Marcia Landon overseeing toddler room and um, Alexis Pribble overseeing the nursery. Praise God. And if you've noticed, they've had remodeling underway to bring more safety to the kids back there. So when you leave your kids and go get them, it's just that's what all that remodeling is for, so that there's a safer route for all the kids. Um, also in the community, and I don't know how many know this, but um, we've also been reaching out in the community to the kids in the community. And sh um, we've walked the halls of our schools praying and believing God to move in them. Because of these faithful ones, we are in our second year in the middle school with Wild Dive and our third year with Leadership Academy at Eastwood Elementary. And we have grown in numbers and students are more engaged. As leaders, we are developing more connected relationships with students. So again, we are impacting this region, this city. We are moving out of just being here at the church, which is just awesome. And we're starting to have that influence that we want and God wants us to have. So praise God. <laughs> um, discipleship ministry. 20 people new, got newly baptized in 2019. 20 people got baptized. Thank you, Father God. Um, the discipleship ministry helped a disciple Lee kick a drug habit and is now rehabilitated, serving Christ, being discipled, has bought a car and a truck, and starting his own business. Amazing power of being discipled. If you've ever contemplated, don't contemplate anymore. Get discipled. <laughs> um, the discipleship ministry helped two very indecisive guys to make commitments to their girlfriends, got engaged, and married. Praise God. The discipleship ministry helped a guy they disciple get control of his finances and his debt. The discipleship ministry had another guy kick his alcoholism habit and another person quit a drug habit. Praise God. Thank you, God. Um, missions. <laughs> I know he is. That's really awesome. Um, missions. We sent five on mission trips this year. It was Shelly and I, Joel Haler, um, Jeff Hughes and Tabitha Simmons. Engage is going this coming year. We supported two other people in the mission field, Alex Baxter, Baxter and Elijah and Caitlin Kemmerly. Which I meant to ask you, what countries are they in? South Africa, Philippines, and uh, Philippines. Okay, so the Philippines and South Africa. 
But we also, this is, this is awesome, we supported 11 different mission groups this year. We supported Russia, Missions to Muslims, the Philippines, Prayer Movement, Westminster, Chi Alpha Ball State, FCA locally, Young Life, Lynn Furrow, Friends of Transformation in Africa. Awesome. And this is awesome. We gave a total of $10,349 from this church to people in missions. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And the financial ministry helps six families with their finances through class or individually. Amen. So that's awesome. Yay. So that's all of them. But what I want to do now, and so we want to look forward, and we want to keep going forward, and we want to go after this lifestyle of Thanksgiving this year more than we have ever before. And um, I just want to pray that it exponentially increases for us. Yes. And so I want to um, spend a moment in worship, because when we, and, and in this moment of worship that we're going to have, I want you to work, I want, I want everyone to thank God, because when we thank God, um, he listens. I also want you to praise God, because when we praise God, he comes by our side. And I want you to worship him, because when we worship him, um, he acts on our behalf. And so in this process of thanksgiving and praise and worship, it's the way that God um, connects to us. It's the way we open up and he, we can reside in that presence. And so in residing in that presence, once we're done, I want to start to contend for 2020 and increase in different areas and actually start going after them. Um, but that's what we're going to do in this moment. So. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Pray God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. So, Baz, can you go ahead and play that song for me? And if you don't know the song, the words will be on the... So let's just give thanks and praise and worship God for a few minutes.
Father God, we do. We come with you with our lips drenched with the beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ and the anointed one. And Father God, we just strike the ground for 2020, Lord Jesus. We come again and we say, Lord, bring increase. Bring increase, Father God. We pray that the that the moving of this church would go forward in all these areas that you have just started out with, Lord Jesus, that we would have more of a regional impact, Lord, that we would see more healing, more deliverance, more salvations, more baptisms, more marriages restored, more people being obedient and thankful for who you are and what you're asking them to do, Father God. We just ask for an an increase, Lord Jesus, an increase, and we just thank you that you are moving on our hearts. That you're, I'm thankful for your saints here, Lord Jesus, and their obedience, and they're pressing in, and they're striking the ground again, Lord Jesus, for the things that you've called them to do. And I just thank you for an increase of praise and thanksgiving and worship on their, in their lives on a daily basis, Father God. It would increase, and it would become so second nature to them. It would become the normal, the new normal for for us here, Lord Jesus, that we would live a life daily, minute by minute, Lord, of praise and worship and thanksgiving, Lord, and we would reside in your presence, which opens us up to innovation and creativity and wisdom that you have for us, Father God, and we would walk of that in a greater degree And we wouldn't come up short, Lord Jesus, but we would go hard after everything that you have called us to, asked of us, and want us to do, Lord, even if it's contrary to the culture, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we'll become influencers in this culture and in this region. Lord, that we set the standard. I thank you, Father God, that we are, um, we, that there is a standard that you want us to hold, Father God. And that we're willing to do that and hold that banner high, Lord Jesus, for this region, this city, our homes, the state, Father God, that we're going to have a greater influence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.